Hello, my ever-present fan base. It's your time-jumping, dimension-bumping, grease-pumping baby wolf the dog. And I'm here to slurp up all the information of the worlds and regurgitate it back into all y'all's mouths like the baby birds y'all are. Chirp, chirp, my hungry little chickadees. Mama Wolf is bringing that good slop fresh out of her gullet. Oh, yeah. We're also live from 694.2 PTBP or something, I guess. And now, speaking of sustenance, this week's Howlin' with Wolf is from at Bagel Boy, who tweeted about the show and tagged at Pretending Pod, which is the third quickest way to make Wolf salivate. <laughs> Bagel Boy writes, Howdy Wolf, just wanted to send some good vibes your way and to tell you to stay greasy. I'm new to the big city and although everything right now is new and unfamiliar, I'm glad I got good old Wolf to grace my hearing holes. The city seems nice so far. Aside from the fact that I've been mugged four damn times this week, I haven't seen a single damn police officer since I got here. Though I'll admit it does make me oddly feel like I'm right back home in sleepy quiet contention. Anywho, keep up the good work over there and I'll keep on tuning in over here. Oh, and stay safe out here in the concrete jungle. I wouldn't want to see my good friend Wolf on the evening news. Thanks for writing into the show, boy of bagels. I'm glad we got some listeners buzzing in from old sleepy and quiet contention. Never anything exciting or dimension altering ever happened over there. No sir, do. <laughs> Nothing to see over there, that's for dang sure. <laughs> If you want to write up something for your wolf to howl, tag at Pretending Pod on Twitter or Instagram, tag Pretending to be People on Facebook, or write up a five-star review on the podcast app of your choice. Screenshot that stunning missive and get it in front of old Wolfie's eye holes so I can say, hey, thanks. Now raise your hands in the air if you support this show on Patreon. Wave them around. Get weird with it. Fuck everybody else because you, my delicious listener, are keeping the proverbial lights metaphorically on in this quote-unquote studio. In the ephemeral words of Dame Alyssa Arnett Elliott, get your freak on. In the words of Cal Colorado, blah blah whatever something about the news. Last time. The field team for the City Action News began in a familiar place, the CAN conference room. But without Tyf Rayland at the head of the table, lead anchor Isabel Lakea took on the role of handing out assignments and sent Cal Colorado and Co. off on a wild goose chase to a mysterious drop pin for exclusive coverage of a secret town run by the Goddell Company. They were joined by Stevie, a production assistant with a wall of dark wavy hair that covered all of her face except a pierced bottom lip. And the four members of City Action News drove and drove, further and further off the grid. All the road signs told them to turn back, but they carried on until the can van approached a perspective engulfing wall made of tree-lined vines and kudzu. Taking us now to the other side of this foresty facade, this biennial barrier, the Dam of Detritus. 
It's Alter Girl with My Life is Great and it's all my fault. His house that yes. said that. I didn't say it was disgusting, but I was like, "Well, you meant you it. are." <laughs> I don't think it's disgusting. I think it's uh thoroughly emasculating. <laughs> Do you feel emasculated <laughs> when burped, I burp? To you? be burped like a baby. Well, so I don't think about being emasculated because I don't think in terms like that. You know, I I don't I don't feel like a father when I do it. If that helps. When I think of myself, I don't really think of myself. <laughs> yeah, like no, you're more like, like a sexually dominant. Like <laughs> I always. I don't really ever think of myself as a man. I'm like a, a <laughs> yeah. I'm like a boy with a, that has to shave. I don't have a I don't have a beard. Do, do you have to shave? I thought you were saying I don't have to. I don't I know, I don't have a beard, but I have to shave. <laughs> Dude, literally I shaved this morning. Uh yesterday at Ethan's house, uh Jake Heron was over there and he's like Shout out to Jake's Vegan Burgers. Are we recording? I had the taco yeah. meat tonight. Oh, nice. Jake was on yeah. season one of the podcast and on our Patreon. Uh, Patreon. Hung out with Jake. Com hung out with Jake last night. Go listen to the we were fighting the devil in hawaii or something <laughs> yeah uh, a church group fighting the devil in hawaii he was like dude Luke, cool. i've i've never seen you with facial hair and i'm like yeah it's a mistake <laughs> like <laughs> i don't have facial hair and this is something that i don't know that i've brought up with you guys before but uh i follow a reddit about what i have and they say tell your friends have you ever noticed me like picking at my face no i have trichotillomania which like I like pull my hair out uh-huh. and it's like, I enjoy doing that, but it's like, you shouldn't do that. Out of specifically your face? I should probably stop pulling hair out of your face too. <laughs> Wait, but the subreddit says that you should tell all your friends. friends. <laughs> it's a callback from the last episode. It is. Uh, that's not make damn sure. Is it? No, I mean, I, mean, I know it's taking, I know it's taking back, back Sunday. Sunday. I just don't know. Anyway. Some people, it's like on their head. Some people, it's like random parts of the body. So, like when I grow my facial hair out, it's only here and here. Uh huh. He and it's because I literally just pick all the hair out of my cheeks. Huh. And I'm trying really hard to stop it. So if you see me doing so that, so is it like tell a support group on Reddit kind of thing? Or yeah, it's like a join this so that you can like think about doing it so you stop doing it. Interesting. Should we get a spray bottle? Yeah, just spray me when I do. <laughs> but literally, I I. Like I can grow hair on my cheeks. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Also, if you look at my middle finger Did nail, you just do it. It's literally like L- Luke. Don't. <laughs> it's like worn down because I pick. Oh, like that. Like whoa. my my thumb and and middle finger nails. There's like have a like notch. indents. Is there a in support group from for doing this? grown adults who need to be burped like babies on Reddit? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing that I don't want to give up. <laughs> and hey, here's the thing. And I'm not I far enough. I, it's not a fetish yet. <laughs> Luke, you let me know when it is. <laughs> yeah. But dude, I don't know. Uh, hopefully this isn't recorded. Or maybe it is. Maybe it is and you're out there and you have trichotillomania. It is recorded. Is that okay? 
That's fine because literally I would love to grow a beard. And the only thing stopping me from doing that is me picking the hairs out of my face. We'll Just get that so spray you bottle. Know, you know? So at a spray certain spray me, baby. <laughs> if we hit a certain like a Patreon goal, we're gonna get Luke a Hannibal Lecter mask. <laughs> so he can't touch his face. I think it'd be more just like glue oven mitts on my hands for a while. Uh-huh. So I can do it. Glue them. Glue I, them on me. Why not both? Pork <laughs> day. Glue oven mitts to my face like a Hannibal Lecter mask. <laughs> <laughs> and then all your hair gets ripped out when we take it off. <laughs> Solved. Look how long his beard was. <laughs> And then I was going to make like a ripping your pubes joke out, but that's a th- real thing. So. Yeah, ouchie, ouchie. <laughs> ouchie, ouchie. So ouchie. we saw some cool shit at the end of the last episode. It was like, it was like fucking cool, dude. <laughs> what do you remember? What do, what do you remember? What is the vision in your mind of what you saw at the end of the last episode? Crazy ravine where no ravine should be behind F- a foggy, crazy right? wall where no wall should be. With a train where no train should be leading over a gigantic fucking bridge where no bridge should be. Well said. (laughs) During our break, I was just like Googling Blaine the Mono, which is like the scary train from the Dark Tower series. Okay. I've got three opened up here. Scroll through them. But that's what I was imagining. Oh, dope. Uh, these look like evil trains, dudes. Yeah, straight up evil trains, bro. Train one had kind of tentacles or something underneath it. Well, no tentacles on this one. I didn't yet. think there were, but it seems <laughs> ca- it seems Cthulhu Cthulhu-y to have tentacles. Cthulhuian, but also Cthulhuian. if you guys haven't listened to, li- I say listen to the Dark Tower series because I read the first book and the last book, and I listened to all the rest of them. <laughs> listen to the Dark Tower series; it's really good. If you like Delta Green, holy shit, bro. If you like Delta Green, don't fucking listen to The Dark Tower. Listen to Pretending <laughs> to Be People. Season one. <laughs> scary. Very scary. Well, also, his name is Blaine the Mono because Blaine the Train, I guess, is too stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it all seems pretty stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You do a bunch of coke and write a whole series. Okay. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Yeah. No, I like the little faces on the train are so dumb. <laughs> like the mean eyes. None of those are like uh, official. I'm cannon. Blaine the Mono. Don't call me Blaine the Train. I'm evil. That's why I'm angry. <laughs> Everybody keeps calling me Blaine the Train. Um, The train, I guess, isn't sentient, though. No, and what? it's pretty simple looking. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn. Just oh, simple I thought you meant Blaine. Train. Oh, Blaine is sentient for sure, bro. He's definitely sentient. <laughs> I wanted to clarify, is this bridge that is extending outward from us across the ravine, first of all? Yes. And you said 100 meters long. Does that mean we can see the other side? Yes. Okay. What's on the other side? The same thing that's on your side. Which is? A train station and a wall. A train station and a wall. And a wall. Fuck that. That's creepy. And so the fog is all settled in the ravine below us? You said a deep foggy ravine. Yep. The fog is settled in the ravine below you. Cool. I need everyone to roll grip as this is a deeply unnatural sight. I pass a 20 on a 75. 
If you fail, you're just gonna lose one grip. I was gonna say I pass enough that I don't even have to look up what mine is. Three. Rolled a three. I rolled an eighty-seven. Oof. Which yeah. is a failure. So you're gonna lose one grip, and with that, as you guys are looking around this area, Cal is. I, this, you don't know this about me, or maybe you do. I. But I happen to be, a, well, an avid student of local geography, and this ravine should not be here. This ravine can't be here. Well, I mean, like, we're looking right at it, dude. It's right there. I know it's here, but it shouldn't be. Are you getting this? Are you are you getting shots of this? Beck definitely is. We're 87 minutes away from my home, and there could be one. I don't know. This ravine would be a, a national park. If it was natural. Does it look natural or is it like smooth walled or something weird? Go ahead and roll if you have any sort of science or I'll take uh, intelligence at a negative 20. Any of us or him? Any of you. Oh my God. At a negative 20, that makes my intelligence 50. And I got a 51. Oh, <laughs> oh I can roll on intelligence. Minus 20, yeah. Oh, I pass with flying freaking colors, bro. On a negative 20, I'm also a 50, and I rolled a 50. Fuck nice. Yeah. We got success there, and we got a success from Julia Summers. Julia Summers is the only one who really notices, and I only say that because Cal Colorado is dealing with, with his, yeah, yeah, loss of grip, and uh, on top of the loss of grip, just the itchiest face, hands, <laughs> and arms that he's felt I've made sure not he to was touch a my, boy. Not to touch my face. Oh, you fell face forward, sir. Oh. Critical fail. I didn't realize that Cal's moneymaker was... Oh, it's going to be a time frame situation at this point. With with a crit fail, I think all your clothes came off real quick. <laughs> you rolled around in it, and then they all flew back on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you are working on a time crunch to your face not being camera ready. Stevie, uh, Stevie, do you have any concealer? Do you have any... Yeah, and she's right on it, and she's getting into her makeup bag and, and coming at your face. Stevie, you're practically a Marvin. You don't know what that means, but... Julius feels deeply insulted by that comment. (laughs) Uh, Julius is far too busy staring at the deeply unnatural sides of this rock. Uh, You can't quite put your finger on it, but it's nothing that you've ever seen before. This is not a natural occurrence. I need you to roll grip. (laughs) And yeah, I like what Joe said earlier. Let's say it's really smooth. Yeah, cool. I like that. I'm unaffected with a five. Amazing. So you know that this is not normal. It may not have ever happened before, but... No, not but, but so. It's a (laughs) kick-ass. Julius pulls his phone out, goes to TikTok, (laughs) thinks it's the perfect time for the calzone. (laughs) Cal... Could you stand uh, oh, it's next? Much, it's much better, Mr. Colorado, now. It's much better. Julius points his phone at Cal and looks at his phone to see, like, how good he looks on his screen. Does sure. he look good? Uh, yes. Is he make, made up? Yeah, and honestly, it's... Maybe uh, you slide over to a filter. Oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> well, one of the things that Julius did on the way here was, because he didn't have to drive, was make a can filter specifically made for Cal, Colorado. A Cal can? The Cal can. The Cal cam for the Cal zone. The Cal cam for the Cal zone. The Cal cam for the Cal zone. (laughs) 
And uh, it perfectly matches his skin tone or something? Uh, no, it's just like any blemishes or anything are kind of like smoothed over a little bit. Okay, so you need to get this poison oak faced elderly, <laughs> older statesman of anchors to uh, dance like a monkey for your TikTok no, no, while not, he's just lost we grip. Are, we are not dancing for this calzone. Look at where we are. This is insane, dude. I'm saying this to the DM. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Cal. Julius. Get next to the edge, and we're going to do a calzone. You want me to go on right here. now? You want me to be on? Well, you don't have to be on. We can practice it. It's a TikTok. You can practice a TikTok? We don't even have to record the first time. I've spent 30 years on air living on the razor jets of live TV. Have you ever thought about acting? I'm mostly thinking about itching. Well, they're, from what I've heard, one and the same. I'll make a note of that. Right now I'm acting very hard. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then let's not make you act too hard. And he just starts recording just video that way he can upload it to TikTok later. I'm here in front of an unholy monstrosity. The Godel Corporation in their avarice has torn a trench into Mother Earth. Make it fun. (laughs) (laughs) It's very deep and broad. Like the dance that you're going to (laughs) do. Cal just looks at the camera and like pulled him into confusion. Who could dance at a moment like this? Not this reporter. Julius cuts it off right after, like, not this reporter. And he's like, okay, perfect. I got this. And then he, yeah, just starts editing the can talk together. Hey, man, like, um, I get, like, we have, like, TikTok quotas or whatever. But, like, maybe we wait My to post that. My told me to do TikToks. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm, yeah. I just don't know if like we like we're kind of in the middle of like figuring out what this is. Mm. Like what if it's like mm-hmm. you know a nuclear test site? We don't want people like uh, rushing yeah. out here to see it. Understandable. He continues uh, editing the TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> cool man, I'm glad you heard me. Beck, anytime you want to talk to me, I'm here to listen. That means a lot, dude. Thanks. Yeah, and then he uh, finishes editing the TikTok, and he doesn't pose it, but he sends it to his uncle. Interesting. Cool. So looking at this simple train car and this simple train station, all seemingly made out of steel, all built for this one single car, you see that there are lockers adjacent on the exterior wall of the station, and above it, the sign, of course, says, Welcome to Grover's Gorge. Founded by Frank Goddell in 1945 by necessity, not choice. You see... I, I know it was founded by Frank Goddell, but what if it was founded by Grover from Sesame Street? Let's what just, if? Let's so just cool. all take a moment to imagine that. I actually saw that What If episode on <laughs> Disney+. Plus. Is What If a show? Yeah, it's a Are you thinking of what would you do? <laughs> <laughs> what If with John Quixote. With John Quixote, Yes. <laughs> What? <laughs> There's a show what called would What Would do You Do with John Quijones? <laughs> John Quinones. Yeah, Quinones. Quinones. You've never seen What Would You Do? The whole premise of the show is like <laughs> we get we get actors to do really shitty things in public and then we see what the public does. 
What would you do? What would you do if a guy beat up a little kid? Yeah. What would you do if it, that was at home? 16 seasons. Alone on your bed. Yeah. February 26, 2008 to present. I've never even heard of this show. The thing that kills me, Thomas, is that you're not alone in that. There's a lot of people who haven't seen it, but for some reason- I've seen like every episode. Everybody on the show that ends up being on the show, they go, oh my God, it's John Keonis, <laughs> as, as, as if they all know him and he's a big celebrity. <laughs> like, oh. It was created by Chris Whipple. Which is a very fun name. That is a very fun name. That is Chris a fun Whipple. name. Not a fun show, really, though. Zach, I don't want to harp in this ravine, but I just realized we didn't ask what was down left or right. Like, how far can we see? How far did this ravine go? So you can't actually even really see how deep the ravine is or how far left or right it is because it's so foggy. You can see to the other side, the 100 meters across, but the fog is just filling up this ravine. And then the fog kind of... Uh, takes over the land far down on the left and far down on the right so you can't even see like the end of these walls of of massive plant life if if there were another bridge like the one we're looking at would we be able to see it if there was one you would be able to see it if it was within about 100 meters of you on either side okay and we don't we don't see anything no. Beck, could i uh borrow a my clip Sure, of course, dude. Uh, hey, uh, Stevie, would you grab a uh, mic clip? Out yeah, of, there? of course. Yeah. Um, here you go, sir. Julius grabs the mic clip and uh, he like shows it to Beck. He's like, uh, "Can you get audio from this?" Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, hang on a sec, and he wires it up to sure. the receiver. Could you do it unwired? Do what unwired? Bl- Bluetooth, uh, perhaps, or what are you getting at, man? I'm gonna throw it. Oh, no, we can't afford to lose a whole mic, dude. This is your first serious error as a producer. <laughs> the network will not be pleased to hear about how you wanted to use your equipment, and unfortunately, Beck and I are duty-bound to report it. I will say Beck did, <laughs> Beck did say we have so many of those in the... Yeah, it's for, like, you know, micing up people, but, like, we're not going to, like, toss them over ravines. Sometimes you have to interview a group of school children or perhaps a church choir. Can I roll to see if this is Bluetooth or wired? It's wired for sure. <laughs> wired for sound. Uh, so yeah, Julius throws the mic with the mic clip over the side, but then it just like six feet later stops because it's wired in. What can you hear, Julius? Not what I want to do. And uh, Stevie's walking up and noticing your headphones back, and she's like, Mr. Wilder, those are some sweet cans. Oh, dude, thanks. And I knuckle, Stevie. Knuckle. Cal, Cal Colorado gets like a chill down his spine as if he's heard that voice from someone else in a past life. <laughs> <laughs> Another faithful. Uh, hey, Julius, like if you're trying to like get a sense of like the depth here we could just do the old-fashioned way and beck finds a rock tosses mm-hmm. it over the edge to listen for the sound and you listen and you listen and you listen as if you threw a rock off of a cliff 9.82 meters per second squared right uh-huh you're asking the right people <laughs> down about somewhere like 836 feet like basically 80 stories and then you hear just of a rock hitting water. It sounds like it's about 80 stories down. Uh, there's water down there. I don't even think we'd be able to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but once I started talking, I was like, well, fuck. 
No, I heard it because the mic. I know, I heard it. The mic's hanging over the edge there. Oh. And I picked it up on my headphones. Good work, Julius. <laughs> on this simple single train car, you see two steel doors, one toward the rear, one toward the front, and they both slide open without obstructing the large lettering laid out under the train car's windows. It says, Goddle's Gate to Grover's Gorge. My uncle didn't tell me that this is what we would be looking at, but I think if we go in, I can impress my uncle. If I recall correctly, your uncle didn't tell you anything. You haven't been in contact with him. Julius goes in we and were acts somewhat like embarrassingly he did, doesn't hear this. <laughs> given that assignment by... Julius walks right into the, the train woman who took and, my job. and actively, <laughs> actively doesn't hear this. Um, looking out over the bridge, is it also enveloped in fog or can we see like the center clearly? You can see the center of the bridge clearly. Is there anything distinguishing? Like, This is a Thomas question, not a Cal question. Okay. This is Zach's answer. Does it look like a train is blinking out of existence in the middle of the bridge or something? Like there's evidence of like cartoonish burn patterns or something? If Thomas is asking no. Cal's looking at the center of the bridge. It doesn't look like anything weird is going to happen in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) I think if we get in this train, we'll just pass uneventfully to the other station. Perhaps that's where this gate is. Julius walks into the train and finds the snack cart. Stevie's uh, <laughs> gathering up all the equipment and dragging it up into the back. And the seating in this train car is similar to the types of train cars that have a narrow aisle running down the middle of the car with two seats on either side. Oh, you mean all trains? <laughs> <laughs> so with five rows, there's enough space here for... Twenty passengers <laughs> sitting. Magic, Twenty sitting magic passengers. Was, magic was cooler. There are some cabinets in which Julius finds some light refreshments. Energy drink. Energy, energy drink. drink. And pretzels. I like to think that energy drink is made by the Goddle Corporation. Is <laughs> just a plain like aluminum unpainted can with energy drink painted in the same green that like the <laughs> that was on the wall outside. It's perfect. And yeah, you find some energy drinks there. And there are large windows on either side of this steel train car. Which kind of looks like a giant can of energy drink. <laughs> Which does. Uh, and the lettering is green, so it matches. Is this the can tram? This is the can tram. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Cal steps on and says, now it's the Cal tram. <laughs> and there's TV screens mounted in both the front and the rear. Ooh. The modern flat screens flicker to life as you all enter, and you see a blank white soundstage with a white stool on the screens. Oh, a man- if your stool is white, you should probably get it's that like, checked out. Yeah, definitely. Like some like sun-dried dog poop. Yeah, that's, that is not natural. You don't see much of that. You today. said stool, so we thought poop. poop. White poop. A man walks into frame, sits on the stool. <laughs> does, oh, no. <laughs> stool, you said it <laughs> <Look> again. <out. laughs> <laughs> and smiles. Joe, Joe when he says viewer. stool, what do you think of? <laughs> no, I think of a seat with four legs. What do you guys? Oh, I think a big poopy. <laughs> Actually, stool, it's medical. I think of a very gross poopy. Yeah. Some like When we start calling it stool, there's there's a reason it's been collected and it can't be good. A man walks into the frame, sits on the stool, Bull. and smiles at the viewer. 
Well, hello there. Cal says hello. <laughs> I'm Fred Goddle. And you see the Fred Goddle. He's a soft-looking man in his later 60s with a loose plumpness and glasses that consistently look like they're about to fall off of his nose. With black pants and shoes, Fred's green shirt is the only pop of color in the shot. Welcome to Goddle's Gate to Grover's Gorge. I'm overjoyed that you're here to join me on a tour of the future. Before we begin, please leave all outside food and beverages in the complimentary lockers on the outside of this here simple steel single train car sized train station. Fred Gatto points his finger into the air and a purple light comes on. This one means there's still outside food or beverages in the car. He moves his hand a bit over and a green light comes on. This one means you're good to go. So which light stays on? Definitely the purple with Stevie's huge bag of awesome snacks. Yeah. <laughs> and Stevie kind of looks at the screen with this like anger as she goes down to the bag and is like, guys, I think I got to get rid of all these snacks. I'm sorry, the cooler. But did you finish the Coke and that energy drink that I brought you? Yeah, but hang on a sec. And Beck is getting into her bag and finding energy drinks mm-hmm. and is chugging a, like at least one if you guys want to get in on this. Julius does not. I've got a thought. Maybe leave one of those for last and see if the light stays purple. Yeah, uh, of course, Cal. Um, let me just get <laughs> topped up here real quick. Hang on. <laughs> Do you need to be burped? <laughs> <laughs> While this is happening, Julius is going to wander up there and, and see if he can't just like turn the light off or something. Yeah, it's just kind of these like colored bulbs over the top of where the light is and just the the bulb out on the outside is the coloration that's making it a certain color so julius's hand over the light doesn't as julius puts his hand over the purple light his hand kind of turns purplish right like i'm not saying that it's going to change i'm saying like just if it's covered up like nobody else on the train right (laughs) they're not gonna know but the train knows julius (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Julius continues to hold his hand over the light, just to see. It's not doing anything. Still doesn't. I let Stevie go ahead and finish putting the bag outside the train car, or whatever she was doing. I've got my fill, and we are keeping one energy drink with us to see. Okay, so I got rid of all of the snacks and drinks that we brought, except for... And she flicks a finger at the one in Beck's hand. And then we look to the light. And the light is still purple. Uh, we actually got rid of all the drinks, and then he you looked, say to and no. then he looks <laughs> at yeah, the light. Like, <laughs> are, are, are you trying to fool the light with a lie? Julius looks at you and goes, "No," as he nods his head up and down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what kind of detection system they have for this outside food or drink, but I don't think it's based on your word. Have you ever been in an autonomous train that knows whether you have a drink or not? No, but I've been on a roller coaster, and they just ask you there. Exactly. But this light seems exactly. more Julia insistent. Says. <laughs> exactly. Uh, now that you mention it, Cal, how do they know, though? Like, And then Beck wants to see if there's a camera or anything in here that he can spot. Every single part of this wall is cameras and sensors. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll search, or you can roll computer science. 
I got a 48, which is good for my computer science. So you know where to look, which is behind this kind of like black sheen plastic at the top middle, the front of this train cabin above the TV. Very ethical corporation. And you see, if you walk real close up to it, you see that there's a... uh, a red blinking light on it. Did anyone else succeed? I did succeed a search. Bro, a six. Uh, yeah, so the two of you noticed that there are sensors of some sort on the doors and the entrances on, on the front and back entrances of this train car. What do you see there, Beck? Yeah, I guess, like, smile, dudes. We're on candy camera. And I'm, I'm no tech wizard like you, but it appears to be there are some sensors on this door. Food Cow. sensors. Dude. Good work. You're right, man. Those are sensors. You're getting the hang of this tech stuff, my man. Cal is like openly blushing a little bit behind the makeup. It might just be the flush of like a poison oak face. But, <laughs> but he really like nothing gets his old heart gladder than a young person saying he did something right with technology. <laughs> Julius takes his hands off the light and he walks up to Beck and Beck, I think... If you want that, you better drink it. Did waste not want not. Wow, he drank that really fast. Beck is wired. That was the sound <laughs> of Joe actually drinking an energy drink. <laughs> <laughs> did uh, did Beck have his camera recording already? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It hasn't stopped. After his third energy drink in three minutes, he's a little wired and just like pointing his camera right at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. The watcher sees the watchman, man. <laughs> so you can play at that game. Train, go. Well, so we, we've now downed the can, and I, I guess I'll throw the can out the as door. As soon as the can flies out the door. I say train, go. Zach asks you all a question. <laughs> In the same way that you guys ask me these kinds of questions, <laughs> did you try to sneak any additional food or bev? We're not going to pull out like, oh, by the way, I snuck. Oh, this yeah. Snuck Actually, it. I had peanuts in your pocket and your light's fucking dumb. Idiot. <laughs> you didn't I, didn't, I didn't say Simon said, didn't have any food. So Simon says the light turns green, the door shut. Hey guys. I do have like six hamburgers in my pocket. Oh yeah, I've <laughs> got I've got that. a bunch of wet lasagna just <laughs> leaking down from I my pant pocket. Dude, I have to pee and poop. <laughs> As the simple steel train car begins making its way down the track, it does so at a quick clip. The flat screens show an animation that follows along with a serious voiceover. In 1945. The world defeated men with evil in their hearts. Later that year, evil itself was extinguished. Out of the windows, you see a palm sweat-inducing drop as the velocity of this train has whipped up enough of this fog that it's moving up out of the ravine and towards the clouds, and you can see deep 836 feet down, almost 80 stories, which would make this the 21st tallest bridge in the world. The only thing that kept Frank Goddle fighting those years was the thought of coming back home and marrying his sweetheart. But Frank, freshly back from stamping out evil overseas, returned only to find evil 
at his doorstep, threatening his future. Looking back at the cliffside you just stood at, you can all see just how smooth and strange this wall face is, like nothing you've ever seen before. The fight between Frank Gottel and this evil lasted for 13 hours and 56 minutes. And the final blow to defeat evil caused this massive crevice. Uh, Frank fought the fucking Balrog? (laughs) On the left-hand side of the train, the fog in this absurdly deep canyon clears out even more, and you see a church building, still mostly intact, but completely upside down, awkwardly stabilized by jutting rocks from both sides. The steeple reaches out for the water below, but the house of God is well stuck. Frank Goddell stood tall and victorious after this contest. You can see on your left-hand side, the church did not. In its place, the Goddell Company cared for Grover's Gorge and kept its residents fed, clothed, housed, and safe. The screen quickly cuts back to Fred Goddell sitting in his green shirt on his white stool. And the Goddell Company has continued that practice into these modern times. So open your heart, open your eyes, and open your mind, and let me show you a future without hunger, without pain. Welcome to Grover's Gorge. (laughs) Holy shit, dude, this is dope as fuck. Oh, damn. And as the simple steel train car stops, you're on the other side. Strangely, it feels identical. That's not so strange. It looked exactly the same. That's right. If everyone could roll heavy machinery, (laughs) architecture, or search, whichever you'd like. I passed search with a 14. I also passed search with a 19. Whatever it is, I pass it with a teen something. Uh, What were you rolling on? Search. Okay, so you all rolled search. So It was heavy machinery, and what was the other one? Heavy machinery, architecture, or search. Gotcha, yeah. Which I only Just have one search. of those. Uh, with the success there, you kind of match up where the door was on the original side, like how far away it was from the station, and you can pretty quickly make your way over and find the door through the plant matter on this side as well. And there's so much plant matter growing on the door. However, it seems to wrap itself in a way in which you can open this door without needing to, like, cut through any of this shit. Can I, now that you mentioned the overgrowth, can I retroactively real quick mention looking around in the train to see its level of decrepitness? Like, was it dusty even? Or was it feeling brand new in there? How did, I mean, like, the whole setup, really, the station, the lockers. Clean, sterile. Spartan. But like maintained? Simply due to its cleanliness, you would assume that it is wiped down a decent amount. Yeah, okay. Okay. Used much or <laughs> used, used much? much? <laughs> okay, let me rephrase. Without a heavy machinery roll, you're going to be hard pressed to figure that one okay. out. Okay. I don't have any in that, so I won't do it. But we rolled search successfully. You. Yeah, you rolled to find the door. Is there like a path? that's been followed through this or it does it seem like we might be one of the few that have used this station there is not a well-trod path here i tricked him 
I tricked him. I didn't have any heavy machinery, but I got him to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> you used logic in a good way. I like I that. Love good it. job, Luke. Can Do I you have luck on your luck? No, I have luck already. Uh, okay, never mind. <laughs> Joe, you can't have any. Damn it. <laughs> God damn. I drank all those energy drinks, though, dude. <laughs> With all of that being said, I would like to open the SpongeBob door and emerge from the other side. Yeah, you guys pack up all your shit and kind of... Uh, Listen up, ready. church, in the bottom of the ravine. <laughs> <laughs> Frankie Goddard. <laughs> Battled evil for 13 hours, did he? <laughs> Frankie Goddard. Were there lockers on the other side also? Because the lockers at the first side was to kind of leave our shit in. Yeah, is there that's stuff a great on this side? fucking question. There are lockers on this side. It is exactly identical. Oh, Lame. Oh, dip. We should have looked in those lockers back there and seen if they were something. I mean, Stevie did. She put the food oh, yeah. in the lockers, right? Stevie, what'd you see? did you see anything in those lockers? Oh, I, I didn't open up a bunch of them. I just kind of opened up one and, and she holds up a key. I, I There was already keys in them, so I just locked it and I guess this is our key. Why don't you like check if it works on one of these over here? And she walks over and um, she's holding up a key that is number five. And she's like, oh, these are um, these are alphabetical on this side, it looks like. Oh, cool. Try F. Uh, Wait, E. Try L7. Try E. She walks up and there are keys in all of the doors on this side. Drance. Except for... There's keys one. in all of the doors? There's keys in all of the lockers, so they're all ready to be used, except mm. for one. The A locker is locked. Stevie, will you try that one real quick? Yeah, I guess. And she tries to put her key into it, and it just kind of jams. She's like, ah, it doesn't fit. Interesting. This is so fucking cool. I want to open B. You open B. It is empty. C, D, E. Empty, empty, empty. Z. There's only 20. I put my pocket lasagna in B. <laughs> You almost had me for a second. <laughs> what happens as I open up the uh What's hatch? the 20th level? Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say the 20th letter of the alphabet. <laughs> no, that's obviously six. <laughs> you guys head on over, and Stevie's kind of pack-mulling all of your gear over to where this door is, and she's like, all right, um, I've got the key here in my pocket, so don't let me forget it. <laughs> uh, Stevie, don't forget the key in your pocket. Sorry, sorry guys, Luke just shit his pants (laughs) That was uh, Julie's opening up the hatch It opens in the uh, exact same way This time it opens in toward you And on the other side of this enormous and lush impediment Is a vast opening with plenty to unpack You're looking at a sprawling town park straight out of the 1950s idea of the future. Perfectly manicured trees, like enormous emerald cake pops, line a colorful, synthetic walkway. This slightly bouncy, comfortable sidewalk would take you all the way around this gigantic green area ahead of you. It's like a big square, and the path is a big square going around it. And on the far side of this green space, uh, maybe about 255 meters away or so, so really far, far, these people are really tiny. You see tiny people in the distance. Uh, People wearing like yellow and green uniforms, 
and from all the way across this park, so monumental that they're clear from here, there are two statues of men, each about 26.3 meters tall, made of green rock. And they stand tall in front of a gorgeous building seemingly made of glass and grass. <laughs> or ass. <laughs> There might be ass making it. Nobody rides the Goddle train for free. <laughs> so it's a big square. You're on one side. The statues are on the other. There's a massive square park, green space in the middle. Uh, the trees outline the green space. And on the side that you're on, behind you, there's just this enormous wall of plant life. You can go left or right. To follow the path. To follow the path. And and you would assume that it, based on what you can see of the park, that it would lead you in a big square around. Is there what's in the middle? Is it just green space? Literally just, just green space? Yep. It's a, it's a lot of places where people are playing, people are hanging out, picnicking, throwing frisbees. Are they um, all wearing green or yellow uniforms they're all wearing like some sort of green or yellow flare <laughs> on their clothing you said the pathway was synthetic colorful and bouncy yeah i did say that fuck yeah <laughs> cal like puts a foot out on it and <laughs> and then gives a few like steps out and starts springing a little bit on it yeah it looks like even cal could like go for a jog and it wouldn't hurt his knees I haven't felt like this in years. <laughs> Everyone roll grip. You are in a uh, completely, uh, seemingly unnatural to you location. <laughs> I, I failed, 86. Cal starts to think, I haven't felt like this in years. <laughs> <laughs> As the other two pass, you're both just looking at, uh, he's like, is that okay? He, like, he stops bouncing on the pathway. Uh, Stevie is... Anything okay? <laughs> this is weird, huh? <laughs> this is weird, huh? Beck, you're filming, right? Beck is not only filming, but he's zooming in to try and see if there's anything on any uh, the closest uniform, if there's any kind of logos or names or yeah, anything. Yeah, so no logos. Everyone seems to be wearing a name tag. Does it look like anybody's noticed us? As you're now looking at the people who are walking, people are walking on this pathway, uh, and they're all kind of side-eyeing you as they're passing, but no one has approached. You see that everyone is wearing nice clothes. They're like very well made. Everyone who is walking on the pathway is wearing like gray scale joggers in athleisure but then with a flare of green or a flare of yellow and everyone who's sitting nicely casually having a picnic everyone is dressed nicely. <laughs> <laughs> that's the call and response i used when i taught children in korea everyone Real sitting nicely I was going to say they're all in Oakland Acor. Green and yellow. Oh, yeah. So it's either green or yellow. No one is wearing both that you've seen so far, but everyone is wearing something. The people who are sitting at like picnics, the men are wearing like nice black shorts with a green or a yellow polo. The women are wearing like a green or a yellow sundress. The people who are playing a sport of any kind are, everyone is wearing clothes that are specifically built for what they're doing. And everyone has like nice, what you would call like upper shelf athleisure. Uh, Cal? Julius. You're a pro, right? Julius, I am the pro. Beck, from what I know, you're a pro? Yeah, dude. Let's find out where we are. We're in 
Grover's Gorge, the <laughs> no. secret Goddle company town hidden behind a giant mysterious ravine that apparently Frank Goddle created in a fight with evil itself. Julius has already stopped listening and he's going to find somebody to interview. <laughs> but Cal is <laughs> nodding vehemently while rolling on Cal. Did you call me Bacal? Mikal? What did I say? You said Mikal <laughs> is rolling on Bebek, 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 Bebek. The way you were saying that sounded so perfectly angry that he that Beck instinctively was filming you as you said it. We're standing here. At- I've always just had this voice. Julius just walks <laughs> up to the first person he sees and says, uh, "Would you like to be on TV?" Uh, yeah, you look up across this uh, absolutely gorgeous, like stunning park. So just like clean and glimmering in the sunshine and there's a woman who's uh, mid-twenties, blonde ponytail bobbing uh, up and down as she's jogging, wearing her like lovely uh, there are no apples in sight she's not not bobbing for apples Uh, but her ponytail is bobbing up and down as she's jogging for apples (laughs) (laughs) are you glad? (laughs) yeah It would have been sad if he didn't do it again. (laughs) (laughs) And she kind of like slows her jog as she's kind of approaching you with a quizzical smile on her face, confused, but also curious. Cal like kind of turns to face her and reaches out his hand and like puts on a big broad smile and says, Cal Colorado, City Action News. May we have a moment of your time? Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, absolutely. And she puts out her hand and says, Jennifer, it's extremely nice to meet you. Welcome. Welcome to Grover's Gorge. I see that you're not from here. No, Jennifer, we're not. We've come here to learn more about your fine town. Well, welcome. Welcome all. Again, I'm Jennifer, and she puts out her hand. Beck and Julius. Hi, Beck. Hi, Julius. Uh, And what's your name? And Stevie puts out their hand. And uh, Stevie. Yeah, it's nice to meet you, Stevie. Uh, I mean... Is this your first time, I would assume, at Grover's Gorge? Yeah, never made it out here before. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, the Goddle Company has treated us so well. Woo! Go GEs! That's actually what brought us out here. Could we ask you a few questions about the Goddle Company and and the Gorge? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I'm in the middle of a jog. Do you mind if I uh, run in place? uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't... Unfortunately, that doesn't play on the camera. And she's running in place, like, and she's doing high knees now, and she's like, high knees, high knees, high knees. Beck is getting into the camera bag to get out a lapel mic, and he's trying to attach it to her, and it's kind of difficult because she's jumping up and down in <laughs> place. Uh, oh, hey, uh, like, could you maybe just hang on for just a sec? Let me get this attached. She slows her roll a little bit, stares you straight into the eyes, and is like... I'm doing calf raises. Yeah, you you are. Those are those are good calf raises. Um, can I have you like say and spell your name for me real quick? Yeah, uh, it's Jennifer J E N N I F E R. Jennifer. And what's that last name? Um, Lang. I- <laughs> <laughs> She gets kind of a quizzical look on her face and she's like, can we actually not do a last name? It's just Jennifer. Yeah, that's fine. It's just, you know, how we're going to credit you on the news. I just want to make sure that we get it accurate. Jennifer from Grover's Gorge, uh, Goddle Company, uh, GE, woo! Jennifer from Grover's Gorge, Goddle Corporation, GE. The Goddle Company, gotta get it right, TCG, woo, TGC, woo! (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get it right, the Goddle Company. Jennifer, how long have you worked for the Goddle Company? Well, worked, I guess, um, you know, a few years now, but... And, and how long have you lived in Grover's Gorge? Oh, I've lived here since I was born, born and raised. Grover's Gorge, woo! 
Go GEs! Woo! Hungry for points! Did you always hope to work for the Gato Company? Sure, yeah. I guess hope is a, a weird word. I knew I was going to work for the Gato Company. What do you mean? Well, I was born here and raised here, and everyone works for the Gato Company here in Grover's Gorge. No one grows up to leave and become a doctor or an astronaut. Oh, I guess, yeah. Uh, if people want to leave, they can, but I knew I was going to stay. I like it here. Has anyone, to your knowledge, ever left? Yeah. Many people? Mm, like, not a ton. Maybe, like, two or three a year, maybe? I see. And, Jennifer, you've enthusiastically shouted GE a Woo! couple of times. Go GEs! <laughs> yes, go GEs. Thanks for asking about that. <laughs> what is GE? Oh, that means I'm a great employee. Woo! Go GEs! Hungry for points! Woo! I'm a GE of TGC. I'm a GE TGC. Yes, yes. Jennifer, hungry for points. What are what are these points? Forget about it, cut. I gotta have my points. <laughs> Like I said, we hungry, trying to get these points. <laughs> Cal is like desperately looking to um, Beck and Julius, and he's like, is that is is that a TikTok thing? I mean, not that I know of. It could be new. Looks at Julius. Julius shakes his head. He doesn't know. <laughs> Jennifer, is that a TikTok thing? Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> Asked and answered. Uh, ask if there's any uh, bees, bad employees. Jennifer, perhaps a difficult subject. Mm. You are a great employee. Yeah, I am. <laughs> are there any bad employees? Oh, I see what you did there. No. None of the people who left were bad employees. Oh, no, they just left. Everyone performs adequately at their job. No one is ever fired or let go or disciplined in any way. Well, no, I, I don't see why they would be. No, no, no. Everyone works like we have a really good job here and a really good life here, so I don't see why anyone would not want to work well. Does that make sense? That makes sense to Cal. <laughs> <laughs> and out the corner of each of your eyes, all of your eyes, each and every one of them, you all see... How did you know about all my eyes? <laughs> <laughs> I read your character sheet. <laughs> Goals. Get rid of all these <laughs> yeah, eyes. All these fucking eyes. I didn't fill out my eye. Uh, <laughs> oh, dude. If you don't put at least two, you're fucked. <laughs> Too late now, baby. Out of the corner of your eyes, That's you... a compelling story. The blind television producer who can never see his own segments, but still longs to struggle in the industry. Or succeed in the industry. But his... Does struggle in the industry. Does struggle in the industry. Longs to succeed. My taste is so... Good though that I can. Well, yeah, just, you're. <laughs> oh, your your actual my taste sense, sense with my own. tongue. <laughs> I thought you meant you had like daredevil vision, but for <laughs> reality television, no, I can taste anything. Your taste is great, and so is your vision, which means that you can see out of the corner of your eye. All of them. A jackalope. Wait, is a jackalope a the jackalope? rabbit? The rabbit Jack with antlers. It's the mythical creature with antlers. Yeah, it's a yeah a rabbit with antlers. A rabbit with antlers. And it's got a yellow ribbon tied around its head. Around its head? Yeah, like... like around its antlers? Or yeah. Cal's jaw drops. Julius immediately starts filming it on his phone. Beck whips around to it and says out loud, You guys got a jackalope! <laughs> uh, Jennifer, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> Cause 
we recording? <laughs> the people love this. They love what? They love, they love the roid talk. <laughs> <laughs> you just said what now? I I have my first Audi hemorrhoid. Mm. No, it doesn't hurt. It's fine. It's just a firm <laughs> okay. little guy. I need 30 seconds of silence. Fun little guy. Firm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a hey. You should get to know him. He's just a fun He's little guy. He's just a fun little guy. He's just a silly little He's guy. He's popping out to say hello. He's a lot like you, Zach. <laughs> Bald little head poking out of your asshole. <laughs> And it's all